Hey there, this is Kerry, Andrew, and Chris, and this is the All Over the Place podcast. Today's wit, whiskey, and wisdom is brought to you by the Upset Picks. If you're looking to make sports betting a bigger part of your portfolio, visit our website, theupsetpicks.com. We have packages to suit every type of better, from beginner to pro. Make sure you check out our daily Chasing the Dog videos on YouTube, where we give our top dogs of the day. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up and hit subscribe. Now, grab a drink, sit back, and listen to us go all over the place, from sports to politics to culture to who knows where. Andrew, Carrie, and Chris. All over the place. Wit, whiskey, and wisdom. This is episode 22. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> I'm waiting to figure this out. I'm like, is Andrew turning 22? Where are we going with this? Maybe, but this is episode 22. This is episode 22. Just the guys. Just us. We're going to drink some all you got. blended barrels. Blind barrels? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he has nothing to drink yet. Haven't even cracked oh the bottle, gosh. guys. It's been a, it's been like an awful you six want, weeks. You so want, we're just kind of like at the end. Of you it. want to tell us about th- this week, dude? It's been a week. I've kind did, of. Did you talk to anybody on the phone? <laughs> I've talked to some people <laughs> on the phone. Yeah, made some people cry. Oh. I felt really bad. I had to go to the bank this morning and fix a problem that I. Okay, so let me lay out the story for you. Yeah. So I have to make. I made a series of wire transfers, right? And all the accounts at different banks are different sizes. Like, there's an eight-digit account number, nine-digit account number, okay, whatever. Right. Okay. So, I, I go in, and there are two wires that the lady at the bank just put zeros in front of. Because she goes, no, they have to be 12 digits. And I didn't even think anything of it, because I was Is like... Is that the account number or the routing number? The account number. Oh. I was like, okay, you work at a bank. Okay. Obviously, you should know this. <laughs> Mistake number one. Yeah, I go, you should work... You you should know this. Yeah. And she goes, yeah, okay. So anyway, time goes by, and I go, okay, the wire hasn't gone where it's supposed to go for these two accounts. And I go in, I talk to the lady at the bank, and she goes, well, did you get the account number right? I said... Yeah, I got the account number right. Ooh. Start off wrong to begin with. And yeah. so I said, well, let's, let's start from the beginning. Let's work through this process. And she does it again, and she goes, this account number's wrong. It's too small. I said, it's just the right account number. Don't tell me. Like, I just started yelling at this lady in the bank. Like, literally, this lady was like, well, I'm just telling you how it's supposed to be. If it comes back, I was like, I'll tell you what, lady. Let's do it my way, since your way didn't work the first time. And then when I got done... She's like, you didn't have to be so rude. It was like, you don't wow. understand. <laughs> wow. You've now wasted my time. Mm. Not only have you wasted my time, you made yeah. me come back in. Yeah. I so. need to talk to whoever can fire you. <laughs> <laughs> That's well said. Yeah. So I was, but I was just like, you work at a bank. You don't know this? They don't brief you on the fact that <laughs> they don't have training at this you, bank. She's like, well, all account numbers need to be the same. I was like, That's literally not mathematically possible. <laughs> all account numbers have to be the same. <laughs> you know. You will run out of accounts. Oh, my gosh. So the very first bank account ever had to be nine digits. Nine digits. Zero, 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 zero. <laughs> like, it's eight, eight zeros and a one. <laughs> someone, uh, someone has an account number because they have to be nine digits. What standard. Ever. You know what the best part about it was? She tried to charge me the fee the second time. Oh, no. And I go, no, 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 no. Because no, 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 no. the, no, no. the first time you messed up, I'm not paying twice. 
she goes, well, I don't know. We have to get a signature on that. Again, I was like, who can fire you? I was lady? like, I, I literally said to her, I go, ma'am, you're going to want to just do this. Because yeah. if I have to talk to somebody that can authorize it, then we're just, I'm going to explain exactly what happened. Trust me. And she said, so yeah. It's My just, way is the easier way right now. And that was probably the nicest situation I've been in all week. Oh, wow. Man. So. Sorry. No, well, did you? I mean, so Monday was fourth. You didn't. You didn't, did you work? I was deathly ill on Monday. Oh, were you? Yeah, man. Monkey box. No, yeah, I had monkey, <laughs> monkey box. Please <laughs> go. Just asking. What do you get? Though? Just asking. Got gotcha. you. Know. All right. Yeah, but, but like I, enough I, to rebound. I know this sounds crazy, but yeah. I feel like I'm at the end of this very dark like period that. I, I told Kiara, I was like, "This is just icing on the cake." I would get sick on like a day off. Yeah. You know? But anyway, yeah. yeah so, all right. The fourth, Sorry, then, your fourth was sucky. I always prefer the fall. Like I'm, the fall is great for me. The yeah. summer is never great. For me. All right, gotcha. All right. All right. What are you gonna do? Well, so got in the car yesterday, and uh, I was driving home, and I looked down at the dash, and and I took the glasses off because I was like, am I, am I seeing things? There looks like three digits on the temp. Yes, that does say a hundred degrees. It's a Hundred degrees outside, or at least it was yesterday. I was like, "Oh, dude, it's been hot." It's getting hot. Yeah, yeah. Looking forward to something hot and nasty. Are you one of those people though? You'd rather be hot than cold? No, no. You can always put on more clothes. You can only take so many off. There you go. That's been my rationale for a long time. But I hate my feet cold though. It's one thing I can't stand. So interesting fact: How many of us, when we're sleeping, if we want to adjust the temperature, we stick the foot out? Yeah. So um, if anyone's a Andrew Huberman fan, listen to his podcast. He does some great stuff. Um, and this might have been one where he was on with uh, Lex Friedman, but talking about how they're trying to optimize athletic performance. So one of those is the cooling off period, right? Get, your, get the athletes cooled off as quickly as possible. We all grew up with, you know, put the, the cold towel around your right. neck, whatever. Yeah. And so they've been studying this because, that, because that's not the way to do it. Now I'm going to be, from here on out, I'm not the scientist, so bear with me. Just, just to take this, I mean, go listen to him. He'll explain it. But he said, you know, your hypothalamus is back here, right? And that adjusts, it controls bodily reaction. So if you put a cold object on that area, what's it going to tell the body to do? Warm, warm up. Warm up. And he said, we've discovered that the quickest way to cool down the athletes is to have them stand in a cool tray of water, bucket of water. Hmm. And what struck me was like, well, yeah, if I'm sleeping, you put my feet out. I put my feet. <laughs> if I'm too oh, warm, I, I stick my foot saying. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, the old human temperature gauge. the blanket back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, gotcha. So yeah. Gotcha. So if you don't like your feet cold, you know. Anyway, that's that's what that's what hit my head when you said you don't like your feet cold. Brilliant. Yeah. My dog has OCD. I don't know. No. I don't, <laughs> so like, <laughs> he lays on the end of the bed, and if you put your feet out, he like nips at you because he's like, those aren't supposed to be there. <laughs> He sounds like he's like no. Uh, this doesn't belong here. Yeah. We had a uh, a Sheltie. That was the first dog we ever owned as a family. It was Zach's dog. Shout out to Zach. Trained it very well. Scout was very well trained, but Scout was a shepherding dog. And so when you had, at the time when you had uh, four kids and one infant, so you had but you know four kids playing in the backyard. His sole purpose was to herd the kids into a circle and keep them there. 
So be, the girls had, had to be great fun the, for the parents. The girls, <laughs> the girls would wear dresses to you know these just these play sundresses to go out and play, and they'd come back and they'd be crying because there'd be a hole in the dress because Scout was like, "You're not in the circle. You're not in the circle. Get, get back in the circle. Get in the circle." <laughs> it was just funny to watch. He's out there yipping and, and acting like a herding dog. Awesome. Uh, the best, the best story of that was I think it uh, must have been, might have been Mary, Abby or Mary, girls forgive me, um, started wandering off uh, down the street because kids play front and backyard and it was a nice residential area, not a big deal, but started to wander down the sidewalk and Scout was now in shepherding mode, so he was going nuts on the driveway, running to the sidewalk to keep an eye on her running back up the driveway a bit to bark so he would hear us back and forth, back and forth until Julie came out. Scott, what's wrong? And then once he saw Julie come out, turn and start going down the sidewalk. It was great. So we're like, oh, get back here. What are you doing? <laughs> Where are you kids? going Where are you kids going off like get that? Get away from this crazy dog. We're not worthy dog. of dogs, man. Oh, my God. No, they are awesome. Yeah. They are awesome creatures. And, and yes. anyone who's listened to the to twenty one knows you used to have a Dane, Carrie. That did was, yeah, did the man with the big dog. Miss Miss my Dane still. Yeah, um, yeah. but we got we've got a beagle. You and Julie need to talk because she grew up with Danes. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Loves them still. They yeah, they get buried in your heart real quick. So, all right, tonight for our drinking pleasure, we have uh, the second installment ever, number two. From Blind Barrels, based out of California. Not Blended Barrels. Not Blended Barrels. Blind Barrels, where you subscribe. You can subscribe, subscribe quarterly or annually. And then uh, they will send you, once a quarter, they will send you a very well put together, very nice box with four samples. You get a tasting table, which will kind of lays out kind of things you should be looking for all over. And then the uh, QR code. So you don't know what the bottles are. They come labeled just blind barrels and A, B, C, and D. And then you can scan the QR code and figure out which uh, ones they are and which ones you like. So this is the their first installment came out in March. This is their second. Shout out to Chris Sebastian and the guys out there in California. Appreciate hey, you guys doing California. It. Yeah. There we are should good, go out and visit them. There, we should. There are good things in California. There are. So we're going to open up, uh, unsurprisingly, bottle A. <laughs> should have started with C. We should have. But we didn't. Complicate things a bit. Yeah. So, you want to dish that out to everybody? Three equal well, parts? I don't know how to do equal So, parts. it's just uh, three of us tonight, the guys tonight. Good luck with that. Uh, the summer, uh, as Andrew said, he didn't like the, the summer. The summer's hectic for everybody. I just got back from vacation. I was just going to say, it's busy for you. You were out uh, traveling? Yeah, still traveling. Gallivanting? Yep, still doing that. Got Beautiful. plenty of that to do. Um, you know, the summer's, summer's busy for everybody, so... Nicely done, man. Well done. Well done. Well done. I'll take that bottle. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's not that I don't like the summer. It's just that it's like that time of year. I consider it like the weekend honeydew list where you just try to shove as much stuff on the list as possible. And then all of a sudden this like amazing, I'm going to take some time becomes, there's no, there's no time. There's no time. It's like, oh, I'm going to do this list of things like. This list is 18 pages long. Yeah. What yeah. realistic person is going to do this? <laughs> I got a buddy who just he just got married, you know, just started the family, just bought the house, and uh, maybe a year or so. And he goes, I just don't have any weekends to myself. I need a break. I go, huh. <laughs> it's been, it's been damn 30 years I'm waiting for a weekend. Waiting for a break. Or a break. Yeah. That ain't going to happen. Even on a business level, people go, we'll just do it in the summer. I was like, okay, if, if I took all the stuff you said we would just do in the summer... 
I'm, we're, we're scheduled like every 15 minutes to do something. It's really good. Yeah. Whatever A is. Have All right. So, a? so have you, have, like, I'm getting like a citrusy note here in the, in the, in the, in the bouquet. Botan- the aroma. Botanicals. Botanicals. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. I, I, that's a way of saying it, right? I guess. We I mean, are so uncouth. That's the, I'm sure that's what the tasting table is oh, all okay, about. Gotcha. That's why I said citrus. I think citrus is on there. Botanicals is probably on there too, my man. So right, everybody well, that man. listens, they now realize I said it was good. Yeah. Carrie was Carrie was going to say something, and then you were like bouquets and whatever. It's just it's just it's a potpourri. A potpourri. <laughs> <laughs> it's a potpourri of flavors and aromas. That's the, I mean, anyway, let's, let's give it. What do, you, what do you think? You guys are trying. What do you think? It's good. I like it. That's about as much as I know about. About it, it's good or it's not good. Yeah, it's probably good. As far as descriptions go, yeah. Mm. But that's really a little nutty, mm. a little flavorful there. Yeah. So, yeah. So, speaking of liking and not liking, I just want to make a small comment. So, mm. like, you know how you you try different bourbons and then you have bourbons in your house and when people come over they go, oh, can I have a drink? And you have those bourbons that you they're not really your favorite bourbon, so you try to give those to people because you're like, I'm not going to drink this, so you yeah. drink this. People especially that you don't like. I'm yeah. just joking. But every yeah. time that people come over, they try to drink my good bourbon. Nope. Yeah, no, drink no, no, this no, stuff. No, no, no. Get the swill. Exactly. <laughs> you will like it. We had people visit a while ago, and I went to, the other day I went to my one of my favorite bottles, and I go, where the hell is all my bourbon? Oh, and they no. were like, and Carol was like, well, they drank it. It's like, what? Mother. It's like, no. Mm. There's like less than a glass in here. Mm. Let that be the first and last time. I'm going to send them a card with an area where they can get it, and I'm like, send me this bottle. Exactly. That's what you owe me. So there's this definitely, at least the taste I have, and I know I usually like to cleanse my palate with, like, white bread. <laughs> Seriously, try it. Why this, not wheat bread? Well, you, I, got, I was just going to say, bread. that's why I was laughing. Why has it got to be white, though? White bread. Okay. It, 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 the starches help, you know, basically clean and prep the palate. But, uh, yeah, there's some, there's some good flavors in there. Very interesting. Do you go to a wine tasting and actually, like, I do not. I'm not, a, I'm not a big wine guy. Okay, cool. I, I really don't particularly care for wine. I'll okay. drink it, but I don't like it. I went to a wine tasting one time and didn't realize that you actually like spit the wine out. Oh, she got wasted. Yeah, she wasted. They're like, we're gonna be doing this all day. <laughs> it's like this is the best investment ever. I, I think I mentioned this uh, at one point when I when I was down in Atlanta for the birth of my first grandchild. Shout out to Marcelo. Congratulations, Rachel Nacho. You did a, you made a beautiful baby. Um, so Nacho and I. Sat down and went through. I think we had like twelve bottles that we did tasting on. It's really good. They cleanse the palate in between each one. The end of the sentence. Is good. Yeah. The white bread. I mean the wheat bread. Whatever. White bread. 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 Yeah. White bread. 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 Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Just to cleanse the palate. You can use unsalted crackers. Would be good too. Anyway. Gotcha. Yeah. Just. Just. Are you taking notes? I am. <laughs> white bread to cleanse. It's good. The it's good. It, it makes a difference. And then obviously, you know, you got a couple drops of water if you want to open it up. Oh my gosh, we're just breaking everything. Yeah. But at least that wasn't the microphone stand, which is the standard. Well, there's there nobody go. else at the table. That's true. Nobody else is here. Anyway, anything happened this week to talk about? Oh my goodness, that's way too much water right there. I should have done the droplets. I've never seen you pour water like that. You've always just like flick it. Like yeah, but I couldn't. I couldn't get it. I should. I should have just opened this up more than more and done it. I was lazy. I ruined it. You did. I'm not worthy. All right. Yeah. So lots <laughs> happened this week. Lots right? happened this um, week. I can't even. I can't even stay on top of it. But I mean, so 
true to form. Did mention this to my wife that you know um, that I thought the whole Roe v. Wade thing would probably die down in a week or two. Um, has not thoroughly died down, but apparently most people woke up in states that allowed abortion before and realized, oh, I can still have an abortion if I so choose. Right, so, right. Um, that's I gone away. Still a don't bit. hear the, in my opinion, the good rational argument, but for it, but you know. No, so yeah, we we're not gonna. We won't revisit that. No, uh, no, 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 um, that piece. But uh, the sad thing was the the shooting on the fourth Highland Park, um, Highland Park, yeah. and um, uh, for my friends in Chicago, of course, um, uh, you know, our hearts go out to them, particularly the families that lost uh, <laughs> lost members. But um, yeah, you know, um, it is not lost on me that you know we. Still had a weekend with almost uh, 60 shootings in downtown Chicago. Yeah. And, um, well, New York has been heating up too, right? Yep. Yeah. Philadelphia. Yeah. Also. Yeah. Yeah. Well, New uh, York City, they just rolled back some of the gun restrictions, right? Until the state then got a hold of it and reapplied. Mm. So, yes. So the, the basically Congress, or rather, uh, Supreme Court came out and said, hey, yeah, you have a right to. Conceal carry outside of your home, and then the state came back and said, "Okay, we'll we'll, we'll cede you that right, but uh, you don't have a right to carry it in church or at the theater, in the movies, in schools, at hospitals, at municipal buildings, in public parks, at public at, parks. Um, yeah, public parks and theaters at, uh, don't make any sense. Times Square. Um, oh, so they just, they just rattle rest, you know, just rattle off a whole that's list crazy. of places. So, so the law-abiding citizens will not be carrying, and the lawbreakers will." And now they know exactly. Where not exactly. Where are the where are the gun free zones? Let's yeah. post those all over yeah. the place. Yeah. Anyway, New York's further attempt at this, so um, not quite sure it's going to work out. So yeah, I would agree there. It's odd. It, it's a whole odd thing the 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 gun debate because I don't think I think guns are the the easy target. But I, previous show I used my analogy with drunk driving. You know, you don't get rid of the cars; you go to the source. So, I don't know, analogies always fall short. Had someone point out to me that, you know, drunk driving is not an intentional crime. And Negative. I, it, it's, you got your ass behind the wheel drunk. That's there's an intentional that, crime. There's that, but I, I don't know, I'll cede the point in general, but it doesn't, doesn't negate the fact. Um, but you're still going to jail. Yeah, well, the, the, now you may be, before, before Matt and the whole drive, judges were known for being lax on drunk driving i think if we if we i mean not to go off in the drunk driving rabbit hole but i think if literally if the punishment was dude lose your license for a year right off the bat there's no there's no plea no nothing i think people would you're not gonna get to zero but you get much less i don't understand how drunk driving is still a thing though when we have uber and we have did you realize if you have triple a and you're drunk you can call triple a and they'll come get you well, that requires you to be of the right mind to call AAA when you're drunk. Why don't you just say, "Hey, call AAA for me"? Like, I don't, I don't know. It, mm. In this day and age, when you can call, I've never, like, I never understood that in New York when people go, "Well, I got busted for drunk driving in New York." It's like they have more taxis per square foot than anywhere on the planet. Well, how do you trains and buses. trains? And, yeah. yeah. I remember plenty of times in college, you just you'd be like, "I'm gonna take the take the train home." You fall asleep, and eventually you'd wake up and realize you're on a train. Don't do that today. No, don't do that today. But yeah, you know. But yeah. But um, so the other argument I've heard is that, you know, these 
these weapons are are not protected by the, the Constitution second, or by yeah. the Second Amendment, right? right? So someone said, yeah, you, you um, if you want a musket, you can get a musket, but uh, you know you can't uh, carry around. A, I don't know. So the argument is that the 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 weaponry applies to that which was in common use at the writing of the strange interpretation of the Constitution, which which is Indeed, fine because I can go get myself a cannon. Yeah, right. Which actual fun fact? You have to have a special permit to have a cannon that and to fire it. That's true. It's nice. A, like it's it's not it's clearly not covered in the Constitution. Right. The, yeah, the cannon so, is not. Yeah, the yeah. cannon. Yeah. Also, let's be fair, and, you know, grenade, but uh, black people aren't covered in the Constitution either. They're considered three-fourths of a real person. No, Except that's they, incorrect. No, it's not. It's incorrect. So you, you're looking at individuals that... that three-fourths of all other persons. No, that's not... You're not in 2022. You, do I look like three-fourths of a person? No, I'm saying in the original context of the all Constitution. Man, I got you, but we're not talking about the, the, the original is not a dead document that can never be changed. Clearly, we changed it for prohibition and then changed right. it back after right. prohibition. Clearly, at one point in time, we may have seen African-Americans at three-fifths of a person, right. but that changed. We thought them as enslaved creatures, and it wasn't a, much of a problem in, the, in this country, but then by the 13th Amendment, that is ratified, right? That is something that has changed. Right, that's what I'm um, saying. So, But I also think that... I'm sorry, then we're talking past each other, if that's what you're saying. No, that's what I'm saying. And I mean, in the Constitution, it said something. Right. But we didn't like it, so we changed it. I okay. think he's riffing on gotcha. the, the, gotcha. the Second Amendment being applied to only weaponry in common use at the time, and he's like, well, if you're going to use that argument, then you got to go. Oh, I see what you're saying. I think sorry. That, yeah, that's sorry. what I'm saying. Shot past me. But I will say an under undercurrent, undershot there for me would be that. No pun intended. Shot no. past me. But. <laughs> the, the, the writers understanding that to get, to get 13 colonies to agree had to compromise. So I think the, and uh, I think I said this in the last podcast, that all men are created equal is the, the time bomb set to go off to right. destroy slavery at some point. Yeah. So I spent part of my fourth uh, doing house, little housework and whatnot, and I like having. <laughs> I'm um, sorry. I'm sorry. This whole talk about blacks and, and the Constitution, all I can think is, I guess you're a house slave. Yeah. Right. So you're sure, a house sure. slave. Yeah. Uh, I'm dark enough. I'd probably be a field slave. <laughs> um, there was. Uh, so my wife makes fun of me because I'll go upstairs and tinker around and put Ken Burns' series of Civil War in, which I absolutely, I, I think it's a, it's fantastic. Um, Shelby Foote says several things. First of all, he says, if you really want to understand this country, you cannot, you cannot understand the United States of America unless you understood or understand the reasons and the, the driving forces behind us going to war in the Civil War. And equally, understanding what we became after that war. Right. Even if we couldn't, we couldn't, visualize ourselves, you know, fighting north against south, brother against brother, um, it takes a long time before we figure out, okay, we got this, this craziness has to stop, right? Um, and then even, even from a, a religious perspective, you know, um, Abraham Lincoln, at the point that he realizes that this is no longer um, purely contest to keep the union intact, but really one that has a higher moral calling and, and for the, the purposes of freeing slaves, says, you know, it, it is abundantly clear to him that that um, until we shed the equal amount of blood drawn by the by the slave master's whip, this contest will not end. And um, so it's there's, there's profound action against uh, oh that that comes out of the Civil War, least of which is not the Thirteenth Amendment that mm-hmm. uh, that clearly pulls us away from slavery. So. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I have high hopes that if we can't, I mean, I hope the 13th Amendment, or rather the, um, the move to repeal prohibition is not the last time we can find sufficient compromise in Congress to alter the document, Ooh, yeah. right? Yeah. Because even, and so last night I heard somebody was rattling on about how the Constitution's dead. Well, it's dead as long as you're unwilling to do the laborious task of, uh, that, that it takes in order to change it, so. I mean, how, we have a lot of freedoms that are granted in that document that... Yep. I mean, there are places in the... I mean, hell, most of the Middle East, you can get... You can still get stoned. Like, you know, for... Hey, honor, I've decided that... Gonna, in certain places, I've yeah. decided that I'm going to have an opinion other than the the person in charge of this country. Oh, no, we're going to stone you. Yeah. Yeah. So, here's something a buddy of mine told me, Chris, to see if you, you agree. If the First Amendment covers... Radios, televisions, and the internet, and the Fourth Amendment covers electronic and video surveillance, then perhaps the Second Amendment can cover oh, modern weaponry. Shocking. Too. Yes. Yes. The, uh, the Carrie and I were discussing before the show, um, and we brought up this topic, and it's when I knew Carrie was going to use it as a topic for tonight, at least one of the topics tonight. And I said, You know, you know, Carrie, the the appendage assault in front of rifle, assault rifle, is purely an emotional appeal. Um, I carry, I have a Glock 19. That is an assault weapon. I will, I will assault you with it. If I pull it out, I'm going to assault. Uh, so, Isn't we, a baseball bat an assault weapon? It absolutely can be an assault weapon. It's not, it's not primary design, but yes, it absolutely but I mean, can be. If you use it against another human being, it's you're an going to jail weapon. for assault. Exactly, it's an assault weapon. So... The idea that you can say assault rifle and expect, you know, someone who has a differing opinion about the wanting to get rid of those um, to just nod their head and go, yeah, I think that's wrong. I think we need to stand up and go define assault weapon. And this is where, and we've talked about this before, this is where our education system has let us down. Uh, you divorce philosophy from learning in general. And your rational thought, goes. rational thought, will go down the toilet. Um, so you will have, we will have to come to an agreement as to what you mean by assault. Define assault in the terms of assault rifle. And what you'll get a lot of times, not all the times, I won't broad brush it. What you'll get most of the time from the pro banning, quote unquote, air quotes. And I'm holding up for all our video watchers to see um, assault rifles is a description, right, of what that looks like. And a description is not a definition. And therein lies the problem. So someone will bring up Maryland's law and the, you know, we ban assault rifles and here's, here's an assault rifle. And what they proceed to do is describe what it looks like. So as Carrie and I taught, it's like describing a cat or describing a banana. You've not defined cat or banana. You just told me what it looks like which is not the definition. Right. Because then I could take something and make it look like that, and it would not be that thing if it doesn't meet the definition of what that thing is. So the extension of the rational thought piece, I think, is, um, you know, if we should all go to restricting high-capacity magazines or utilization of red flag laws, then you could think, well, how well are they performing in the states where they have already been instituted. Correct. 
Like um, Chicago. Like <laughs> like Illinois and California and New York. Um, and the answer, I think, is almost um, agreed upon that it's, it's obviously not working in certain places. Um, so it, it, it leads me to ask the question that, you know, so are guns the, the symptom or the disease? I think they're a tool or a symptom. I think they, they point to something more. So let's take the Highland Park shooting. Yes. Yeah. Robert the third. I guess I don't know how you say his name. Um, the problem is it's a tough, it's a, it's a difficult question. What drove him to do this and how do you prevent it from happening? And I understand that it seems really easy to go, well, just make it so he can get his hands on a, on, on a assault rifle, quote unquote assault rifle, on a rifle. Okay, but that still doesn't fix the problem. What's driving him to want to do that? What, what is it that made the Uvalde shooter snap and do that? And if we can't answer those questions, we can't figure that out, then you have all the laws you want, but you, people are still going to die. Now, the argument, I guess, is, well, they won't die in the numbers. Hmm. I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, that kind of, it kind of encompasses all the, I'm going to go down a weird rabbit hole here, so bear with me, but... We don't stress mental health enough. We don't educate people on it. We don't educate people on the fact that there are resources for them to go get help. And then we are surprised when people with extreme mental health health issues commit these crimes. I mean, like I said in the beginning, like I'm coming out of this dark cloud. I'm a pretty mentally tough person, and I'm going through like two months of absolute hell. Like I'm just not in a good place mentally at all. But And I'm a pretty mentally tough person. Now imagine if I wasn't. You know what I mean? Like could... I can imagine the things that people would do because it's like I'm in this position. So it's not that hard for me to grasp, and I know I have access to, to help. But some people don't realize that. They think they're weak. They think they're, you know, it's okay to... I think that's the issue. I think we, it's, do you, do you recognize that you need help? And then are you, I don't know what, what adjective to put in there, but are you then able to ascend to seeking the help? I'm just saying I'm not right okay. I mean, are we allowing people to say, like, we, I think we talked about this on one of the pods, but nowadays, I mean, you guys should be like, how are you? People, oh, I'm not, I'm fine. Right. Like, or, that was last but, episode. But can, can you just be like, I'm, really, I'm not okay. I'm just not in a good spot. I'm not, I'm getting there, but I'm just, right now, I'm not okay. And then people go, all right, like, I know I'm talking to you. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm a, people are aware of it, but if you say you're okay, people take you at face value. I'm okay. And do people just say okay because... They really are, or because it's perceived as weak, or it's perceived as people don't care, it's perceived as all these other things. So I think the first step to, I think the first step to fixing it is admitting that the problem is not the weapons. I think the problem is the fact that, men, it's mental health. It's part of it. Part of it. I'm not saying the whole thing, but I agree with you. Mental health is an issue. I think that there's the. I mean, the simple question is, what is. What has driven you to the place where you think that is an acceptable way to handle your grievances? Do we have created a, a, an environment in which disagreeing with someone makes that the person with whom you're disagreeing an other, an other, and therefore less than you, less than human maybe? Is that, is that what it is? So if that's the case, then, you know, Humanity goes out the window, and you can treat them any way you want. I, I think part of that is 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 in there. The fact that 
we don't know how to disagree and remain civil. Yeah, that's a good point. Carrie? Yeah, so, I mean, I've, I've uh, had a very non-PC approach to this for a very long time. Um, we've, we've managed to tell at least a healthy portion, no, again, no pun intended, a, a sizable portion of our young men in this country that their natural inclinations must be stifled. Yeah. Agreed. Um, pushed aside. Um, some would say emasculated. It's toxic. As, as it's toxic. Right, right. And, and we've, we've managed to, at the same time, introduce massive, and I mean massive quantities of pharmaceutical product into our society. Oof. Yep. And I, I, I'm sure at some point in time I brought up my bread experiment or analogy. When we made bread in this country back in the day, it included some stuff that wasn't so tasty. The hone, the husk, and the rough stuff, and we removed that, and then it wasn't enough, and then next thing you know, we bleached the flowers so it would be nice and pretty and white, and then we realized, hey, it has no vitamin content whatsoever. And instead of returning to that natural process, we simply fortified it by just adding chemicals to the, to right, the flour. Right. Instead of returning to what we used to do, and think perhaps there was a period when health and betterment did exist, we will probably continue to, and I'm not putting down anybody, and that's why I kind of started off by saying it's just not BC. We will continue to introduce more mental health clinics and more pharmaceuticals and more bans and laws and restrictions and realize right. at some point in time the old adage that where there is a moral code, you need few rules. Where there is no moral code, you can't have enough no. rules. Well said. Yeah. Well said. And that goes to the instant gratification piece, too. A pill fixes it instantly. Yeah. Like, when I started down this journey, I kind of knew I was, you know, I knew it wasn't going to be instant. You know what I mean? I'm like, okay, I'm, to, when I came into this dark cloud, I knew I was there. I was like, okay, I know I'm here. Like, I could feel it. I wasn't like, okay, well, tomorrow it'll be better. I was like, okay, this is going to suck for a while. I'm going through a bunch of stuff. I'm going to get through it. But I wasn't like it's going to be tomorrow. It's going to, it might take a couple months. It might take a couple weeks. It might take, you know, it might do its thing. Like this too will end. It doesn't say instantly. You know what I mean? But people have this instant gratification of like, you know, I'll be better tomorrow. Just well, take a pill and make it go. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll just take some pills and I'll be fine. Now, granted, there are people that need them. There are people that their brain chemistry is off. They, mm -hmm. they yep. need it. Like yep. we exclude those people. But, you know, nowadays... You have somebody that they're just they're sad for a day. They're like, oh, I'm depressed today. It's like you you can be sad. You don't necessarily being sad and being depressed are two very different things. But we lump everybody into that category. Yeah. Like, no, there are people that are genuinely depressed. Their brain chemistry is off. They can't get out of that hole by themselves. And there are people that are just, you know, having a funky day. Having a funky day. I also wonder if the <coughs> coddling culture hasn't led us to this place where faced with things not going your way, failure on a minor scale, on a major scale, then how do you deal with that? If you hadn't had to deal with failure as a child, which should be a good portion of you, well, it is, we do it. 
We see our toddlers do it, right? When, when, when you learn to walk, you let the child stand up and fall down, and stand up and fall down, right? You don't tell the child, well, just sit there so you don't fall. The child will never learn to walk. So I have a feeling that's part of it too, where individuals who do not know how to handle failure, and do, you know, when they fail, it's not, they don't look at, well, what can I do? What, what did I do and what can I do differently? They look at, well, it's somebody else's fault that I failed, because I didn't fail before, I've always been me, so it must be someone else's fault. Yep. And none of this revolves around guns. Now, I think there are plenty of gun laws in the books. I think they need to be strictly enforced. I, I'm all for shutting down any kind of loopholes that are out there. I, I, I definitely think that's the case, but I, I don't think more gun laws are going to make this go away. I yeah, definitely. For, I mean, I don't think the mentally unstable should have access to... I mean, there are people out there you're just like, there's no way in hell I'll give you a gun. Like, I'm not even giving you a cap gun. Like, they're, you know, but they, they exist, and I agree. Let's protect those people. Yeah. But normal, everyday people, like, come on. Anything else for that, just out of curiosity? Because I was going to open another gun door and just... No, go right ahead, because I was thinking of one, but I'm not well, sure I, how to this, say it. This is, this is um, just related to the topic. The uh, Uvalde Police Department. Yeah has hired a private law firm to prevent the release of more body cam footage. Really? Under the statement, if I read it correctly, that it will cause embarrassment and mental stress, mental emotional stress. Hmm. I, I encourage everybody to go to the Texas Star Tribune, I think. I could look it up, I'm not going to. <laughs> um, and read the timeline. There were cops in the building less than five minutes after the shooter was in the building. Yeah. There were plenty of cops within 20 minutes, and they did nothing. Oh, yeah. That's going to get ugly. Yeah. Over an hour or close to an hour. Yeah. Them just standing in the P-way well. And no one, checked, no one checked the door. Right. So I did read that the on-scene commander, the big brouhaha who had... Arredondo, yeah. I believe so, had at the time been elected to, but had not actually ascended to the seat of city council, has since then, since the shooting, gone to, you know, the new position on city council, and then in the last week or two, determined that that's not a tenable uh, place. And at this point, resigning that, yeah. uh, that, that position. So, um, I don't, I don't know if there's been, I know that Texas... Uh, State House has commissioned a, an investigation to kind of see what what occurred here. Good. Um, and but I can't envision. I can't even imagine what the parents who lost children are thinking about those police officers. There's such a. Granted, we've done a we've done a, a fair amount of damage to the ranks of police officers over the last few years. Uh, everything between, um, you know, the George Floyd shooting. And, right. And um, and uh, the defund police movement and this and that and the other and I think part of that is is part of this thing in in um, in Illinois too. I mean, to some degree, you know, you've emboldened characters that would have stayed in the shadows for quite some time. But anyway, that's a, a different topic. I think it dovetails in nice. I think the the well, there are plenty of videos out there from the Uvalde shooting of 
parents being held on the periphery and yelling at the cops to do something. Yeah. There's a discussion, and I'm sure it'll, hopefully it'll come on the investigation, of whether the cops outside enforcing the, the uh, perimeter. perimeter knew what was going on inside. So they may not have known exactly what was going on. Um, they just showed up and were told to protect the perimeter? That and the reports coming out, you know, the, the police department was putting out reports that, you know, they've got the situation in hand, what have you, which if you're not communicating in Arredondo, didn't have his radios it's one of the things that this this timeline right, said yeah. it did not have his radio, yeah. um, so he could not at the at early on give accurate reports to anybody because he couldn't communicate. Um, but even, even that doesn't make sense to me, right? I mean, for those of us that have, that have you know worn a uniform or or been around him, okay, so I can't communicate doesn't mean communication doesn't occur. The next senior in line with a radio, right? You're in charge. You know, uh, or you're the mouthpiece or whatever. It just, it's a cacophony of issues that I, at some point in time, I hope somebody kind of unravels what happens there. But that's the other thing, right? It does take time. So to your point, Andy, um, you know, this kind of your way right away, instantaneous gratification thing. Hey, sometimes you do have to be thorough. And sometimes um, the nature of being thorough demands time. Absolutely. So, We'll see how long it takes. Um, I guess just following this before we, we jump from it, the you're talking about uh, George Floyd. You mentioned George Floyd. There were yeah. some things. You know, there was a shooting in Akron, my home state of Ohio, the uh, Jalen Walker shooting. A mm-hmm. uh, guy was shot, what, 90 times? Or they shot 90 rounds, I guess is what it is. Uh, suffered more than 60 wounds. And I know people are saying, well, you know, the... The white kid in Highland Park was arrested without incident, right? And oh, yeah, there's another one that and normally comes up. The black kid was shot. Right. Well, um, I just removed, as much as you feel you can, remove the political discourse, the emotional discourse around it, and watch the events from both of those, because I think they got the crimo um, uh, arrest on video as well. He cooperated. He, he didn't resist. He didn't cooperate. Jen Walker flees the scene after getting stopped initially, fires a gun from the vehicle. Uh, they tried to tase him. Uh, I think the report shows they, they tried to tase him, and he ran. So I'm just saying, I mean, at, before you do anything, just compare the two situations. Right. So I guess the the extension of that is the argument that black people lose their lives while white people peacefully get get arrested. Correct. So the, the thing of that that kills me is that those are the ones that are broadcast on NBC News, right? Correct. I, I, I start off by saying 60 people shot over the weekend in Chicago. Right. Yeah. The, uh, because I don't know the statistic, I'll say the right. preponderance of the vast them, majority. The vast majority of them, Southside Chicago, are black. Right. Um, and no one is going to argue that they should be included in that statistic because if they, in the earlier one about, you know, black people just dying instead of kind of being able to walk away if you were white, because it wouldn't hold up on the South Side either. If you, if you look at it, it one, for the most part, it's not by the hands of police officers. It tends to be correct. Um, individual either right. either fights or baby daddy, whatever, or you know, gangs or something illicit. Um, but it, I just think it's it's such a 
canard. Yeah. Because, as you've brought before, black lives matter. And if those black lives are being lost in the south side of Chicago, do they matter? Yeah. I don't know. That's a great question. Well, um, you know, you can, I mean, so I can extend it a little further, right? So if they, if they, if they really do matter, even if this, even if this idea of kind of public shootings is, a, is, is an issue that should be accounted for with, uh, with, um, with greater gusto in a society, then we should be looking at every one of these, right? Not just the guy that shot black people in Buffalo, but the black guy in Brooklyn that shot people on the train that right. now we are not even talking about, right? Right. Um, and notice we're not talking about Uvalde either. The Hispanic kid who shot, shot we're not talking about that. Either. Or the guy in the, the country concert uh, a few years back out in, was it Las Vegas? Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, sniper. Shot, the sniper out oh, of yeah. the, the hotel window. Who was that guy? We, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I, I can't really do the visual on the ra- on the <laughs> podcast. My, my hands are up in the air, right? Like, yes. What, yeah. what is, where is that guy? What happened <laughs> right. there? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, <laughs> I can't keep kicking down rabbit hole doors. Uh, you know, the whole Jeffrey Epstein, same man, right? <laughs> so who, who, who and this is, a, what are the, what are the, what are the crimes involved? What are the crimes involved? With this for, for Epstein? The whole case. Between Maxwell, Jose Maxwell, and, and yeah, and so um, I guess Epstein, you know, what are the crimes? I'm sure the Man Act is in there somewhere. Um, what are the? Tell me what crimes were involved. That so got them. It's, it's sexual crimes against oh. minors. Oh, okay, like a whole lot. Okay, so so Jeffrey Epstein committed sex with or, these people, or organized it for others. Uh, and uh, for who? Pr- for other for others, churches, right? Where, where are the others? What others? Yeah. Who has been convicted? Well, the minute Jeff closed his eyes, that... Yeah, those, when the alphabet those... got involved. Then uh, we, then, when yeah. the alphabet people got involved, then you're... If, if, if Prince Andrew was the only one to get caught up in, if, in the dragnet. If you want to talk about justice, yeah. it runs top to bottom. Yeah. And, and that it still amazes me that people have forgotten all about that thing. So So... I mean, it's sickening. It's it's sickening that that Maxwell's the one being convicted. Great, she should be, but you don't stop there. You can't stop there. Have you you guys throwing a weird um, reference out there? Good Charlotte lifestyles, the rich and the famous. You get to a certain level where you can just buy a seat in Congress, and like then the rules don't apply to you. Is that a game? It's a group. It's a group. Oh, it's a group. Sorry. It's a. It's a band. But anyway, they have a song that basically says you get to a certain point and you can buy a seat in Congress and the rules don't apply to you. The rules don't apply to you. If nothing, in my opinion, if nothing exemplifies that more than, I don't know what else does, this whole case, this whole Epstein, Maxwell, child, sex, island thing. No, nobody else was guilty. Nobody else had, nobody had sex with those kids except for Epstein and Maxwell, apparently. Because I guarantee you. Prince Andrew. What happened to him? He lost his titles. Oh, that's a shame. Lost his titles, but he's still part of the company. Yeah. So, so I guarantee you, if this was us, yeah. If 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 our names were in that black book, we'd be arrested in jail, guaranteed. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't. It, it's it's. Yeah. Anyway, 
Anyway. Holding people accountable. Yeah. That seems like a positive note to open the next thing of <laughs> bourbon. <laughs> okay. Mm. On to bottle B. Faithfully labeled bottle B. Bottle B. Just, just to help those of us who are a little bit challenged to know what to do next. Bottle B. Now, this one, this one is darker than bottle A. If you notice, bottle A was very light colored. So it looked like my skin. And then, so bottle B is more like Chris's skin. Oh, oh. here we go. The carry. <clears throat> do the honors with this one. Chris, mm. you look like my buddies who are firefighters who cut grass in the in the summer, and they go from like this pale white. They wear all this gear during the fall to, like, you know, your skin color. Oh, that smells more like a what we're used to. That's good. <laughs> we haven't had a bad one. That's four that in the first. Good. Four yeah. in the first one, two in the, this one so far. And having a bad. You know one what yet? they should do? They what? should make one of these bottles really bad. Here's, a, yeah. <laughs> got, <laughs> here's an aftertaste. To well, this one, though, they, so, if, did you get it? Did no, you I already try, really it? try it? Try it. I did. I did try it's it. It's pretty good. That lasts with you. Mm. Chris, what do you do with these bottles when you're done with them? I've kept the box and the bottles. You put like I travel blind barrel. This stuff. You know what this tastes like? This tastes like it was uh, finished. Like in it. Like it's cast finished. Or yeah, something. some yeah. potato. I agree. Port. Mm -hmm. Did you say Cabernet. sweet potato? Sweet potato. <laughs> sweet potato. What? I thought you just said finished no. in a sweet potato. I was like, that's a thing. In a certain cask. It's a finished whiskey, some kind. That's what I think. Probably. It reminds me of the uh, the ironclad finished. Oh yeah, the you, Firefox. I don't know what it's called. It was, it was done stuff a, I gave you last a, year? In a finished, uh, yeah. finished uh, cask. Yeah, yeah. Finished in a so wine cask. There it was. There it was. In uh, New York City. Now, yeah. when I was a kid, uh, I'd go down to the Brooklyn Navy Yard. It was a functioning um, Navy facility at the time. They weren't making ships, obviously. Um, but um, anyway, long story short, uh, this, this uh, two weekends ago, was back up in New York, took my goddaughter to the Brooklyn Navy Yard, which has now been gentrified right it's a uh it is a public domain and they've got anyway they've got little um brewery in there and a pizza place and this and that and businesses and whatever so across the street there is a um uh, place that you can purchase alcohol and and there's a big old anchor in the sign and it says navy wine so i'm thinking to myself well <laughs> there's navy wine I know a bunch of Navy wives that need a bottle of Navy wine, so let me go in there. So I get in there, and of course they don't have any Navy wine. That's just the, that's the label, that's okay. the name, that's the thing, whatever. Yeah. But I'm hoping to bring it out. I got to remember to grab the butt. They do have, and I bought, a bottle of Navy Strength Rum. What? And I was like, I have no idea what that is, but I need a bottle of it. So... At some point in time, we'll have to switch from. Uh, That's fine. Switch from rum is dangerous. Bourbon it's very sweet. Rum and coke or something. So like I that. think I think I didn't know until um, when I was still in the Air Force. I had, had to take a trip down to Central America, visit Guatemala and Belize. I did not know that there were sipping rums until that trip. Mm -hmm. um, I thought rum was Captain Morgan, um, or yeah. is he a major select? He might be a major select by now. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the captain. So, that's a, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. so. I didn't know there were sipping rums. 
and that was my introduction. Like, oh, and then I found out they were sipping tequilas. Yeah. Oh. yeah. You're actually, your darker tequilas are better. So, so that there's, there's the, there's the tequila that you can buy to mix with whatever you want. Salt and lime. But then there's the tequila buy that is meant purely to be done like we do with our whiskey. Yeah. We should so, have Dwayne on at some point, and he's a tequila guy. In the, yeah, really into tequila. So we should have him bring on some sipping tequila, and we can go that way. Dude, I, was, I used to have a hollow leg for tequila. We went somewhere with. Yeah, but, but you're shooting bad tequila at that. Maybe point. that's what it was. Is it like clear? Is it clear tequila? Whatever it was, apparently, dude, that was in the navy. Whatever it was, right? You weren't buying the sipping stuff. You were buying the cheap stuff, probably. Yeah, yeah. That's a problem. Yeah, because you're shooting that stuff, and you just don't care. Yeah. This, I mean, we don't. Other than Bradley, shout out to Bradley. You don't, you don't <laughs> shoot this stuff. Like, <laughs> throw it back, throw it back, that up was, and down. That was a hundred and something proof. Yeah, that he, threw yeah. Back, so. he was feeling nice and warm. But anyway, yeah, you, you don't shoot that stuff. He did good on his pod though. He was like really comfortable. And was like, oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah. All right, so that was my topic. Let's Speaking of drinks, I want to try oh, it. Okay. I want to try it, but Chris has got to do it because he he. Is going to be better at it than I am. He's going to research it. Apparently, you take bad vodka and put it through a Brita filter, you have better vodka. Yeah, so that you're, do, like, you're filtering. I mean, really at the point you're just filtering. Yeah. I don't know what that means, though. You I, should try it. You know, but, so they're along the same lines. You can, we've talked about this before, you can buy bar top barrels, two and a half gallon, five gallon barrels. Ooh. Literally barrels, open yeah. barrels. Yeah. You soak them, pull them out, put, you know, pour in whatever you want. And then put the bung, and, and it, you should let it sit there, and it will age in the barrel. And because, you know, it's a lot less surface area, you get, well, you're getting a lot of surface area for the, it'll, it'll age very, you know, quickly, a couple months maybe. So you can buy some over-the-counter stuff? You can, and, I mean, yeah. ABC store type in theory, stuff and in. Yeah. You could huh. take like a... Uh, moonshine? You could take moonshine because it will, it, will, it will give it color. It will impart the color and the flavors from the from the barrel into that. Um, they do this, they have a uh, similar thing with like um, sticks that you stick inside the bottle to help, you know, age a little bit more, give it more flavor. So along the same lines, I bet you could filter out vodka and do the same thing. And you could probably instill, as is the thing now, any kind of botanical flavors you wanted yeah. while doing that. So I, I enjoy a good scar. If you haven't. A what? I haven't heard that. A good what? A scarf? You like a scarves? Cigar. A cigar. Oh, a cigar. Every once in a while. Okay, yeah. I've got a couple For from insurance purposes, I only smoke one every six months. Exactly. Um, so Gershwin's down uh, on Granby, I think it was. I don't know if it's still there anymore. Mm -hmm. They used to do smoked bourbons. So they had this kind oh. of mesh screen thing mm -hmm. that they'd lay over the poured bourbon, and then they'd... Um, put wood chips on top of it and then flame those. Yes, yes. And that smoke would kind of circulate for a little bit and mm -hmm. then, you know, and take it off and drink it. So oh you're essentially you're essentially awesome. doing what scotch, you know, you do some very few, like the Roy 10 is a very smoky right. flavor. Same thing. You're yeah. just doing it to bourbon yeah. or whiskey, actually. It may not depend on bourbon. Maybe it was whiskey. I don't know. Yeah, it was a long time. True. Scotch, bourbon, rye, those are all whiskeys. Yeah. Ah. That's all whiskey. There you go. Yeah. So... Way back when, and Way I still want to, but I said, Chris, we should start. We should we should start a bourbon. We should do bourbon distillery. We, yeah, we should do a distillery. And he went off on this tangent as far as like all this knowledge that he had. It's like I'm clearly not equipped to go into this business venture yet. So I hmm. have to like I have books on like different bourbons and stuff to so try to keep up. We 
So I mean, the issue, the making issue, it or just make, selling it. I mean, making it'd be it, a, making, oh, it. making it. So here's here's the you know, part. I might have an idea for you. Part of that is that it's a. I mean, you're looking out of the future. You, you want at least two to four years for your stuff to age. To age. Then you've but before that you've got to find your mash bill. You got to find out what works. That's all trial and error there. Um, there's a place called I think it's called MGP. Something grain products out of Illinois, I think, that essentially supplies a large, large, large portion of the base whiskey that we drink. So if you buy, uh-huh. so companies will buy it from them mm-hmm. and then do a- their own age thing. it and, yeah. and, and what have you. Yeah. Um, but I think the the real the most of the craft distillers start off like Andrew and I want to start off, which is a find your mash bill, perfect that, put a lot in, let it sit for two to four years. What a lot of places do, like um, there's a distillery in Atlanta called the Old Fourth. Um, so they, they've got their bottle and bond bourbon, which is good, but they also then, the easiest thing to do is produce a gin or a vodka because you're running the same equipment. It just doesn't have to age mm. like your whiskey does. So I mean, something, something to think about. I also think it'd be fun to make an American whiskey. I mean, because American single malts are, are a thing now. Yeah, they are. We've, we went through like a phase where we went where we had American single yeah, malts. Yeah, on. yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I think I think that would be fun too to find, you know, create that unique American whiskey taste that that you know it's not a bourbon because bourbons are hot now, but I think you'll see the American whiskey on the rise as well. Do that would be fun. I'm in. It'd be a lot of fun. Uh, but you know, part of the fun of that will be the experimentation. There you go. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Speaking of Boris Johnson, <laughs> <laughs> why? Yes, I'm so glad we teed that up for you so well. <laughs> so the Prime Minister of England announced he, he down uh, was he was he resigned today, which is interesting to me because um, he's a nutcase. Yes. <laughs> But even nutcases survive, right? Yeah. Churchill wasn't wrapped too tight either. Um, but um, we've gone through an entire period of time where we've had politicians who used COVID as the opportunity to tell you and me and everybody listening exactly what to do, when to do it, and how to do it, and then violated those rules. Correct. They were painted. They were pictured. They yep. were videotaped. And yet, Finally. we did it. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. And yet, no one suffered punishment for Correct. it. Correct. However, then there were the Brits who took the opportunity of Boris throwing a party during COVID to say, we question your character. What happened to us? I mean, we used to be those people, didn't we? I think I mean, so. I think we did. Or am I delusional? No, we were. No, I think so. That's how we started giving aid to other countries. So what is it? what does it say about the electorate whereby the individuals in question, the politicians in question, have clearly violated their own, I'm thinking of you, California, clearly violated their own rules and mandates, and the electorate, electorate is silent. No, I shouldn't say that. The opposition is not silent. But the people who support that politician are silent. 
And this happens on both sides of the aisle. So this is not a right, left, left, right. This is an electorate issue. Right. What does it say? We have come to a place where being right is more important than doing the right thing. Yeah. So. Yeah. Or easier. Because being right and then having to mount an argument means that you have to do your research and get your defensive posture straight. Well, and I thought I thought California was on the right track when they did the whole Newsom recall thing. And I thought, what a great idea. Here's a guy who, who's, who's flaunted his ability to, to not follow the rules. Right. Hollywood got involved. That's where that lost it. So, lost Hollywood all involved. So, I mean, like, <laughs> you had people like Alyssa Milano. She's got like a million followers on Instagram. Yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio. They were like, they took the social media and posted and you saw the, you saw the polls flip like overnight. So That's they sad, didn't, didn't work problem. for, although it's a different kind of situation. Um, the uh, district attorney guy, Chase Bodine, He's out. Um, so on the, I guess on the, the law and crime side, people seem to be pretty animated. But on the whole holding a politician response, I forget who it was, uh, the uh, young lady, she's the mayor of, she wasn't mayor of Hollywood, was she? Basically said she was out partying and she took the mask off and she said, well, look, when the spirit moves, yeah, you got to dance. And I was like, huh, there you go. Which spirit are we talking yeah, about? But um, I remember listening to Joe Rogan. Uh, I can tell you who he was interviewing two restaurateurs out in California. And they were talking about, who was it? It might have been one of the mayors. might have been the mayor. I don't know who it was. But it was a female. Oh, hell, I don't even remember that part. So I won't even say that. But I know there was a politician who said, you know, no public dining. And yet, there she was. He was in the restaurant with all her friends. Yep. Dining publicly. And the same thing for the uh, governor and Nancy Pelosi yes. with their haircuts. And, yes. Right? So they were playing. We can pick on California for quite some time, but I'm sure there were other states. Sure there were. I remember Murphy out in New Jersey got wrapped up in the same thing, right? He's mm-hmm. governor of New Jersey mm-hmm. with lockdowns left, right in the middle out of the restaurant. <laughs> I remember this one only because it was... So, being from New York, it was atypical Jersey, right? Because the video said, you could hear the voice of the guy videotaping the governor saying, ain't that Murphy? <laughs> so, um, absolutely. They're out, you know, gallivanting without masks on. And, um, and yeah, we used to have some kind of accountability and high moral standing, and clearly it's not happening. But maybe the Brits will bring it back to us. Well, we have uh, taken this show as a an example of trying to do something at the local level, right? Bring bring big topics down to the local level, talk about it at that point, how it affects us, how it affects our community. Maybe this is the same thing. You know, at the individual level, are we willing to do the right thing versus being right? I, and then, you know, do we hold our immediate sphere of influence accountable in the same way? I think that's the only way you get that kind of change that's a great question. And we can see Andrew. I mean, I think I think we are. I mean, we switched governors. Like we we elected Governor Youngkin. We switched parties entirely. Well, I'm, ta- I'm talking. I think, at the- I think on a Suffolk level too, though. I th- and this is probably going to go deep into the woods of which I am not educated. But we switched mayors, which you know for a long time that was a problem, and for whatever reason we couldn't get rid of her. And now we've got Duman, and I mean their city's growing like crazy. I'd like to think that that transcribes itself into 
the school board hopefully here soon and that we keep seeing positive momentum but yeah i think i think on a local level we are doing what we're supposed to be doing we're making changes at the individual level though i mean i'm talking really at the personal person individual level because that's where it starts i mean it was, it's hard though it is hard we talked about that image talked about that with the guys the other day right yeah so yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. What, what's the expectation when when you see wrong on your on your street or in front of your house and just to take it to the nth degree what's your reaction when you're on the train in philadelphia yes. and some man is raping a woman right for a half hour and you know and and grown folk say and do nothing um so i know it's kind of weighty but no, yes, no not it, weighty. it is it's it's perfectly relevant i got i got high hopes with andrew i think that we're hopefully turning the right direction and, and becoming more vocal for the expectation for um accountability from our leaders so we can tie this into the gun discussion in the sense of i don't my memory's not great i don't track and follow all the mass shootings which by the way the classification of mass being four more people besides the shooter being killed is I, that would you get that is that that a, comes from that, written that comes from this organization that that tracks it online hmm. i think my, my gut feeling to that is it's arbitrary and it probably makes their numbers look good right i, I think they did the statistical analysis and said yeah that's four, it four is the sweet spot because it gives us the most numbers um, I don't know that that's actually the right way to do it. Anyway, um, when's the last time a mass shooting occurs and someone goes, yeah, I saw that coming? Yeah. Um, Didn't the kid in Highland Park, his dad bought him a gun even though he said he's going to kill everybody? He... I haven't vouched I haven't for that. or signed some document that was going to be a firearms ID um, because the kid was not 21 at the time. The father did that. Yeah, I don't know. All, yeah, all I know sure. is that, you know. Who was also lawyered up, by the way. I really do think. Smart. I, re I really do think that that's an example of <clears throat> doing the right thing versus being right. I think and your, the discussion of the rape on the Philadelphia train brings that to mind you know it's probably uncomfortable if someone you know you're been around them you know them and you think to yourself that's a time bomb waiting to go off like I, I could see them doing something that's an uncomfortable place to be I'm not saying it's not but man do the right thing yeah right yeah even, even if it turns out that I don't know I don't know, I don't know <sighs> It seems so easy sitting here in a sterile environment talking about it. You know, if I recognize that one of my children was about to go off, I hope I would have the courage to do or say something. Mm. I do. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> Don't look at me. <laughs> Don't look at me. Um, speaking of trans rights. <laughs> Damn, just keep going. Just keep going. That's awesome. <laughs> All right, you want Are to we on trans rights? I am going to start this conversation. It's the Kerry Holmes tra transition. Like Speaking that. of trans rights, and as a shout out to Bradley because you mentioned it, but it's also one of my topics. So 
Bradley's into comic books, but I, I like comic books and comic movies. So Ezra Miller was he he's, he was the Flash, and now he got replaced because he's creepy and like kidnapped a woman. And so they are because it's a trans thing. They're trying to put Elliot Page in the role, even though he does not fit in the role. But because they are trans, they're like, oh, it'd be great for trans rights. It's like they doesn't fit in the role. Stop it. There we go. I've. What, what are your thoughts on this, Carrie? Of people just putting people into things because you're just like it would be great for this community. You're like, stop it. Go, stop. I I. I think we need more of it. Are you serious? Yes. I, I think I know where this is going. Just keep going. And give them enough rope. Just yes. Oh. It's gotta be like right. So totally off topic. And we get to do this, right? So Democratic um, senator for the state house in the state of Rhode Island decides to campaign by standing in the sand on her head, twerking. Does that for a little bit, then jumps down, looks at the camera and says, vote whatever her name is. Now, and I... It was on the news. My wife was flabbergasted. She's like, do you, do you believe this? I said, yes. And we need more. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> because at the end of the day, yeah, just just keep going. The more this occurs, I, I don't think this will end up being um, the golden hoop that they seek. I think it will end up being a, a you know, brass weight in their hand. This is not... I, I don't know. Maybe someone is. This is not normal. I agree. It is. This not. is not inside the bell curve. These are the outliers, and we are responding as though they're the majority. And that's to me disturbing, because we haven't done that before. We've become so, I, I don't know, crazed unwilling to think for ourselves, unwilling to think critically, unwilling to think anything is my own personal responsibility, including my thought, so much so that I have to wait for somebody else to tell me what I'm thinking, that we're not willing to think through this. So many circumstances, just think through them. How did it ever make sense for a six-foot-tall guy to swim against women at the national level? How? It doesn't. When did it become... How does it... So, I don't know if you saw this. There's a not conservative, not Republican, not Trump-loving, relatively liberal uh, news writer, opinion writer, editorialist for USA Today. Mm -hmm. And his diversity and inclusion group tells him that you can no longer say that women are pregnant you have to say that these are pregnant instead of pregnant women you have to say these are pregnant people and he tweets women get are people too right or something along those lines yes. pregnant women are people too or something along those lines they demote them mm -hmm. right so even so let's just take that that circumstance right so you're sitting there kind of 
absorbing what USA Today, which I haven't read a USA Today in a long time, so I'm not. But let's say you're sitting at the airport or the hotel, which was the only place I ever got it. Right. right? I don't think I get it every day. Oh, do you? Yeah. You get it. You pay for that. Yeah, so we try to stay balanced. I'd read the Wall Street, and she reads the USA Today. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. So that we have the same, you know. See, even that, that's critical thought, though. Don't, you know, don't. So you're absorbing all this, and you've got to think to yourself, why is it I am only reading about pregnant people? When did people become pregnant over women becoming pregnant? How did that happen? Agenda. So... You talk about the, the lack of critical thinking. Chris. The lack of critical thinking. Now, but I think it's more intellectual dishonesty. Okay. So if you have uh, state your flag on the hill of diversity, right? Yeah. You state your, this is, this is my hill. Yep, this is it. What if that hill doesn't identify as diverse? That's a good point. What if it doesn't identify as a hill? I am a valley. I'm a bump. You don't look like a valley. I'm a mole. But you're a valley. Um, if that's what you've done, and you uh, say to your, you say loudly that you support diversity in that in trans community, um, and that men can be women, and women can be men. So that's your that's your that you state your flag on that hill. And then someone goes, well, especially, and this is, I brought this up in the last episode 21, the feminists who, by and large, tend to live in the left camp, decide that they want to continue sticking up for women and their rights, then go, um, I'm sorry, you, you're not a woman. You, you, you're not, you're a biological male. And I respect that you feel like you're a woman. You can dress like a woman. You can go through the surgery, but you're not a woman. That's civil war, right? Because the, 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 the vast community on the left is like, you can't say that, as witnessed by what happened at USA Today. Right. So to get to my point, you state your flag on the hill, and then someone prov- presents the logical argument that, Women are the only ones, like biological women are the only ones who menstruate and get pregnant. Your, your, your argument then, well, your choices, I should say, are to assent to the argument and you lose ground on your hill, or you double down, right? And you pull out transphobic, right? And then... And often racist. Yeah. And then you also, then you also pull, out, you pull out this argument. Well, what about the women who can't get pregnant? What about women in menopause who don't menstruate anymore? What? Well, anymore being the key? But my point is, is that's the argument you're going to get. Hmm. The women who can't get pregnant for whatever reason, are they, you've just, you've, they don't recognize they just made your point. Yeah, it's a bit of a circular the, argument. The exception, congratulations. Yep. the exception proved the rule. That might, what are you saying? Um, so there's that. So I think that's, that's where they, they start compromising intellectually. I don't, I mean, there is some lack of critical thought. I just think they don't want to be intellectually honest. Hmm. Yeah. No, it's because I have, this, I have this theory with a lot of what's going on today. We have arguments that have never been, we've never had to experience it before. And instead of saying, this is Chris's Wild Wild West about the internet theory, like, instead of saying, this is something new, let's tackle to something new, we want to stick it to somebody else's argument and try to, like, morph it 
You know what I'm saying? This has always been this way. It's always been this way. Yeah. It's like, no, it's Men it's can new. always get pregnant. Men can always They just get didn't know. Yeah, they just didn't know. <laughs> why don't we just treat it like something new? Why don't we go, hey, this is something new. We should probably uh, look at it something totally different. Like, you know, six foot, six foot four, previously male individual becoming a female swimmer and wondering why he's number one. Yeah. Like, hmm. So, again... They since, are number one. I'm since sorry. this happens to on the left side of the aisle more frequently than elsewhere, um, especially with the Roe versus Wade thing, um, then all of a sudden, the people who are on the hill, the trans rights hill, and willing to die in that, also are going to support their the anti-abortion or sorry the pro-abortion, the pro-killing uh, side of life. If they're going to call us pro-life, we should probably call them pro-death. I think is only fair. Um, I think we just then, pissed off like everybody. We did. <laughs> I just hear the clicks. But then, <laughs> but then this is the point. This is the point where I'm sitting. Future me is sitting on the couch, and Kiara's just thrown something. Yeah. And I look over, and I'm like, I gotta walk the dog. Does she not realize it's me and not you? Anyway, point being is that then it becomes the men on the left being able to be men, right? Because remember, remember that the, the argument was. You, you're a man. You don't have a say. That's right. Yeah. Right now, now they can show up, to, they can show up to protest. Hmm. So again, is that lack of critical thought or intellectual dishonesty? I think it's intellectual dishonesty. Well, uh, seemingly overnight, uh, after after weeks of the leaked memo, right? Overnight, after the final uh, declaration comes from the Supreme Court returning Roe v. Wade to the states. Seemingly, everyone who thought that you know they couldn't define what a woman was, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, figured right. out what a woman yeah, was. Exactly, which would be fun to go to Justice Brown, Kennedy Brown, and ask her now. Yes. So you're saying, so I'm sorry, who can have the abortion? I got my biology degree. Women can have the abortion, really? So, I mean, think about that. Did have that discussion and, and see where that goes. Yeah. So, I know that part of the argument is, well, who are they hurting? Who who does it hurt? For a biological man to transition to go through the surgery and everything, right? And then call himself, herself a woman. Who does that hurt? At uh, that point, that, nobody. So Does it? Because, because here's the thing. Because th that becomes the let them live their truth. No. And I would say to you, that's exactly what they're telling you. They, they believe they're a woman. That's their truth. Let them live it. So I'll tell you who it hurts. Uh, so I recall at least one of the swim meets where uh, Leah Thomas tied for first place. And because they didn't have two first place awards, the officials asked the girl that tied with Leah Thomas to just hold on to the second place award. So, and later on, we'll send one to you. She then asked, why are you asking me to do that? Why not ask Thomas to hold the second place award? And that official insisted that, no, no, for the photo op, this is the way we're going to do it. So the I, reason I bring it up, hold on okay. to your thought for a second, okay. is that I'm not a lawyer, so maybe we should have one on. Not Rick. the guy we were talking about before. Um but one of the principles that we, I believe, argue in courts is that there are times when for you to gain a right, someone else loses. 
And balancing that out is one of the requirements of the court. I, I'm, again, I'm not smart enough to, to fully flush that out, but I think that that's the assumption that there's a zero-sum gain by giving rights away to everyone or terming them rights, I don't think is absolute. I don't think that that's true. So, I, fair, but I, th- I, think there's, I think there's levels to it. And I'll use just as, as a guy, like, I want to be an NBA basketball player. Dude, you're 4'11", you can't be an NBA basketball player. To where, like, if you want to transition and be a woman, cool. You want to call yourself a woman, dress like a woman, cool. But there's qualifiers for things that you can and can't do. Hey, you literally cannot do this because it's unfair physically. Hey, like, you know, there, there are things. Why can't we put that on, you know, we have it for normal things. Hey, you're, you know, not fast enough to run a track team. I really want to. You're not fast enough. Hey, you're not tall enough. You're not, like... To play in sports, we have qualifiers. So why can't the opposite come or the other come in? But those qualifiers usually limit, right? Right. In these circumstances, at least with like swimmers and those that want to play soccer or whatever, right. they exceed the re- the requirements, so, right? So they are able to perform. Right, but just we talked. Better. We talked about this in the last podcast. The reason the NCAA won't establish a trans league league, right, is because it then proves the point. Why? Why are you not going to let Leah Thomas swim with the women? Answer that. Because she's not a woman. She's not a woman. She's and a bio, she's a biological that's what man. They don't want to exactly. say exactly because that that establishes that. Well, then I guess they're not a woman because they're not in women's sports, and they're not going to do it because they don't want to be intellectually honest. I'm just like I I think there's a surface level. Fine, do whatever you, whatever you want to do. But at that that level, then we have to start putting qualifiers on things. That's all I'm saying. I don't disagree, but they're not going to put the qualifiers on because it doesn't fit the narrative. And I think, at a higher level, philosophically, it hurts truth. If we're if we're reduced to saying people who become pregnant, or as NPR did, people who menstruate, we're going to talk about shortage of women's products feminine hygiene products. If that's what we're reduced to, then there is no absolute truth. Right, because then you're just looking, you're, just even if you don't go to an external absolute truth, you're lying to your, you're lying to yourself. You're seeing, experiencing something, and lying to yourself. Again, if you haven't watched What is a Woman, if you haven't seen that uh, Matt Walsh documentary, you can find it on, on YouTube if you want. Um, but I mean, we've heard this point before. You die, they bury you, you decay to nothing but bones, and they dig up your bones. They're going to know what you were, not what you felt like, mm-hmm. not what you identified as. So at the most basic biological level, the truth is that you are man or woman, male or female. So who does it hurt if we ignore that basic truth? I think it hurts a lot. I think it breeds in society a, well, shoot, the truth is variable. Oh, it's absolutely destructive society. If you're able to and, and are willing to participate in self-lying, right. you believe any old thing that's out there. If you're willing to tell yourself, accept this as truth, which is obviously not truth, you'll accept anything. Yeah, yeah but how big is this community? It's not, We're big. not like to to my 
like to, some people get their heads so wrapped around it. I'm just, is it, how big on the pie chart is it? Are we, are we wasting time and energy going? Okay. I, I understand that. I understand it's a small group, but the principle, Demographically, I think the principle is sound. And this goes back to, again, stupid analogy, but something I think maybe your parents have pulled out once or twice as you were growing up, man. Look, I made these brownies. It only has a small amount of human fecal matter in it. Okay, how how, how much of a how, how much is a small amount of fecal matter? Are you willing to eat those brownies with a small amount of fecal matter, with that small amount not being defined? People drink coffee on airplanes. Is it my fecal matter? <laughs> I'm just saying. People get ice at restaurants. I just all the same water. I I sip I sip. I'm just saying. You know, hey, you know. It, I think the, the overarching truth is more important than the numbers. If you're willing to, to set aside truth. The other, the other piece of it is that it seems, I hate the word to use cabal, but there's this agreed to political piece to it. Like what? What do you mean? Like the, the deputy head of oh. nuclear waste now is a guy with a dress and high heels. The C. Everett Coop back in the day, what was he? Oh, the, the, the Surgeon General? Surgeon General is now Rachel Levine. Yeah, yeah. a guy in yeah. high heels. It's, so it's, it's not simply there's just so few of them. It is the added ammunition of the political machine elevating and projecting as though there's a greater number out yeah, there for the point. purposes, I think, to make you feel, go ahead and lie to yourself. There's a whole lot of them out there. Well, part, I mean, it's a different hat, but you can get into a lot of conspiracy as far as like, you know, if they try to, I don't, I don't have enough time to really explain it, but they, they try to basically set in a new culture. It takes 15 to 20 years, but if you throw in certain things, you can cut that time in half, and one of those things being like mass lies and mass, you know. You, so you can basically take like five years off of this process as far as instilling new culture by instilling something like that at that level. But why would you... So I know you don't necessarily want to flush it out, but... But why would you want to engage in the public sphere for the purposes of lying to people to create new culture? Compliance. Compliance. Well, I, for the life of me, for the, those that I've ever associated with that have ran, you know, had public offices that they actively sought, um, for the most part, we talked about someone earlier, uh, began by trying to do good for whatever district they were running for, right? Trying to help in those communities and just basically make life a little bit better. Mm -hmm. um, they at least began with a non-self-serving goal. Right. Um, I, I pity those that have gotten to the point where um, self-service has become the absolute goal and compliance is the means by which they attain it. Well, you become cynical. Yeah. At some level, you become, again, it's a very complex thought, but when you get to a certain level, you start to, to try to battle people's free will because at the end of the day, you can think you're right telling people, hey, this is what you should do, but free will, at the end of the day, they're going to do what they want to do. 
For example, you tell somebody that's going to kill themselves, you're like, look, here's all the reasons that you want to live, and they jump off the bridge anyway, right. you know, to where you get to a certain level, and you're like, all right, screw this. I'm just going to, you know, be me, and you start to move away from the world of people to the world of I'm right, Which, and then there's a mass pe- there's a mass people that has basically bloomed itself up to the top. That's what they're trying to do. They think it's for the betterment of everybody. Well, you know, go ahead and let's just put all the tinfoil hats on, right? So if that's if that's your goal and your means to that goal is to manufacture and project lies, then come on and take this gun. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to make something very clear, and I think I speak for the for that, all of that was meant to be cynical, by the way. I guess it. Um we are not saying, no, I'll put in the positive. We absolutely, if you're a biological man who feels that you should be a woman, that's fine. Go yeah. do that. I, yeah. That's not what will be heard, I think, anybody who disagrees with us and hears us, that we're attacking them and saying that they shouldn't have rights or whatever. That's not what we're saying. Um, we're saying, yeah, go do that. Live your life. That's fine. But do that with the understanding that there is an objective truth. And that right. truth is that you're a biological man who is acting like a female, but is not. You may identify it, you may feel that you are, but you're still a biological man. And that's all we're asking. So, so you know, be treated fairly, be treated respectfully, have all the opportunities, you know, that's fine. But do that within the realm of objective truth. And there are, or there are actually... And they're coming out, maybe a bad choice of words, uh, they're coming out in, in more and more circles, trans people who actually believe that. Right. I am a biological man who went through the surgery. I'm still a biological man, and I, I, I act like a woman, I identify as a woman, but I'm not a woman. I'm a biological man. That, to me, seems the sane approach. Agree. So... I wanted to make that clear that we're not attacking yep. the trans people and trying to deny that, that they exist or that they shouldn't live and do what they do, yeah. but do it with in the realm of objective truth. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of letters. <laughs> <laughs> ABC letters? <laughs> what, what Bottle C. Oh, Bottle C. C. Speaking of letters. This is a little lighter, lighter colored than the, the Bottle B. So I still think B was a finished barrel of uh, something or other. I think it was a finished finished bourbon of some yeah. kind. For everybody who's wondering, you can check us out on video at notavideo.com. <laughs> All right. Bottle C. So what did you what do you think A? I think A, I don't A some maybe uh so oh. Is maybe a, I thought it was good. Rye, it was, they're all good, rye or some kind of. I thought the second one was a rye whiskey. I, maybe I, I think the second one was was a. See, my favorite. Uh, finished. finished. This is a rye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. C is a rye. Yeah. You yep. think C is a rye? We're waiting. Man, it, 
Chris's mic picks up everything. Everything, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that alone might get us canceled right there. <laughs> I don't, I, that's, um, it tastes a little higher proof than the other two, to be honest with you. Yeah. But maybe it's not. Um, we should shoot it and see what it does. I think. Uh, maybe that's why I launched. Three C's my favorite. So, so, I don't know, man. I don't know. Is so when I blend, I mean, can you blend them? Mm-hmm. Mm. It could be, it could be a high rye bourbon, a high rye whiskey, like Tarnished Truth. You've had Tarnished Truth, have you not? It's a Virginia based. It's a high tarnished rye bourbon. Truth. Tarnished so. Truth. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. So, <clears throat> a high rye bourbon simply <sighs> has the second most yeah. percentage of uh, grain is rye. So obviously, mm. corns being the first. So. Hmm. So maybe Chris's mic picks up everything on normal podcast, and so there's a on. I just switched out headphones, yeah. And one of my headphones, it it like isn't working correctly, right? Right. So maybe your your mic always picks up everything, and I just am now. That could that could very well be, yeah. Anyway, yeah, C's very tasty, very warm. All right, somebody do the joke again. Do the joke again. What joke? Speaking of. Oh, anybody else have a topic? Actually, I have a sports topic. Oh Lord! Oh, there you go. So no, it's it. So I have a it's Excuse it's me. a work ethic sports problem topic. issue thing. Okay, so without diving too much into it, let's go with Kevin Durant has asked for a trade from the Brooklyn Nets. He's still got four years left on his contract, but he's basically going to try to force his way out. Now, over the last few years, you've seen sports, especially in basketball. James Harden had two years left on his contract, forced his way out. Basically, didn't play, showed up fat, forced his way out of that contract. Several stars have forced their way out of their situation. So, right. like, what is the point of a contract? So the question becomes, and so I heard the statement from one of the analysts that I talked to. He goes, well, when you give them FU money, Kevin Durant's making $250 million over the course of four years, what do you think was going to happen? Because their contracts are fully guaranteed. So do we have thoughts and opinions on a, the amount of money. B, people forcing their way out of their team with four years left on their deal. Or do you think it's just, yeah, let's, that's fine. I don't care. Can't, so can't you write a better contract that tightens up your ability to, I mean. I don't know if it's in their CBA, their collective bargaining agreement. That yeah, they oh, that can, could can, very well be. Yeah, they yeah. can or they can't. I don't, I, don't can know, can't I don't know those I don't details. Know. I don't know either. That's a good point. So where that bridges against, well, politics, because, you know, I enjoy that so much. Um, the new, the new city manager in the city of Portsmouth mm-hmm. apparently has. Um, first of all, she was the sheriff that uh, the chief police that got fired the other the last time. Yeah, and then came back. Now she's a city manager, and has negotiated a golden parachute. Um, if she is fired within the first year. She garners twice her annual salary. How how do you agree to that? Wait 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 wait! I gotta tell you the dollar amount. Guess the dollar amount. Four hundred sixty thousand dollars. Four hundred thousand. Ding ding. Good on you, Andrew. So what's the annual, Chris? Two hundred thousand dollars. Two hundred. What? I told you you should have applied. And that's probably just salary. That's probably not including stipend yep. and car and yep. housing allowance and all the other stuff. How, how do you agree to that? How do the this is well, it takes a majority member of council to, to we go back to the electorate. 
how does the electric stand for this? Well, so part of that might just be the fact that they don't understand how to read. You know how much stuff is hidden in the back part of a contract that people don't ever read to? Agreed. Then you're like, I didn't sign this. And you're like, yeah, you did. Here in paragraph 48. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. Sometimes you should read the contract. Yeah. So I only offer that to say, surely they can write a better contract. Lock I, these guys in. They, maybe they can. I don't know. I don't well, know. I don't, I honestly don't know what the CBA says. Call my lawyer. We can go back to personal responsibility. Yeah, so again, right. it's a personal responsibility thing as far as like, you sign a deal, why don't you just stay? Yeah. So, you know, I mean, you, you, you asked, opens the door, we don't need to go deep into it, but the chasm between the person playing sports and the person watching sports. Oh, I yeah. Mean, it, I don't know, you can never go back. Didn't used to be like this. No. Um, but now it's to the point where they're, you know, living on two separate planets. So the ability for Kevin Durant or Harden to snub their nose at their employer, right? Yeah. Basically get the big FU with no repercussions. Now that does not, that does not resonate to the average NBA fan. There's an average to the average person. Just for some Correct. easy math, just... If you made $100,000 a week over the course of an entire year, you'd make $5.2 million. Wait, wait. I can't keep up on this. So, like, these guys are making $35 million a year. They're like, you're getting, to, to me, I'm kind of like, you're getting paid to play basketball. I don't give a shit where it is. <laughs> you sign a contract, play. Like, make the most of it and play. Like, that's what you're getting paid to do. Yeah, I, I, I don't disagree. I just, but again, I think the, and maybe this is what's happening in politics, the average sports fan, the average voter, left or right, looks at the sports star, looks at the politician as totally separate and foreign and alien, as, a, as, a, as part of a system that affects me, but I have no effect on. So a halfway decent study of history, these things are apt to happen. Because the brokers of power figure out how to pull the levers and push the buttons. Correct. In, right? Give them bread at the Coliseum. But it's never, it never ends well, well for, for the rich. Correct. Correct. Right? Yep. Agreed. Which is, which is why when we talk about capitalism, um, I'm a fan of capitalism. Mm -hmm. But I think unbridled capitalism is a thing unto itself. Mm. And I think we're in the midst of that right now, this idea of unbridled capitalism where there are no... Well, it goes back to the idea of being moral, right? So it may just goes back to the separation of philosophy and theology from the rest of the... Everything the, else. The, the um, studies. Yeah, so that's probably where it starts right there is you separate that so that there, there is no call for morality and things you should do is just do whatever it takes it. to make a buck. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So I, I think when when someone like your wife, Andrew, rails against capitalism, I think honestly it's railing against unbridled capitalism. So I think maybe I'm just saying this because I'm projecting myself onto capitalism, but I think that again it goes to there's a small majority of like there's big businesses that people see and they go, well, that's unbridled cap. But I think local businesses, I think your quote-unquote smaller businesses, which by definition is less than $100 million, 
but I think those businesses are real capitalists. Would you say real capitalists? Yeah, yeah I mean, I, real I capitalists agree. Agree. are moral. I think they believe like, hey, we work and we operate in these communities. Right. You know, we're not multi-global. You know, I think I think you kind of, we kind of saw in the pandemic to circle into sports for a second. You saw a lot of sports owners go. They weren't just like, oh my god, how am I going to pay the rent on my stadium? They're like, no, dude, we've got. Hot dog vendors and the beer guy and the guy that mops the floor. Yeah, gotta keep them afloat. Like we gotta get all these guys and you saw these capitalists come together and go, We gotta create these funds to get these guys money because it's not just about us paying rent, it's about Correct. And that was one of the things they came to the table with when they were trying to get the players to come out from COVID was, Hey, it's not just about you. Your contract is fully guaranteed. We're gonna pay you one way or the other, but all these other guys depend on you. And I think on the smaller, less than hundred million level, I think there's a lot of morality out there i think there's a lot of people to go you know hey we live in these communities we don't just have business in these communities we you know but, but the forward-facing crew that everyone at least points to jeff bezos and bill gates right, okay, yeah, exactly guys, yeah but you get that big like i mean jeff bezos had them take apart a bridge that had like a hundred yeah. like many decades old bridge yeah, yeah. and was like i don't care i'll pay for it like, yeah right what the hell is to get his, shit, his to boat get his on the other through. side yeah. right, right. Yeah. Like, what does it matter with you he's got a yacht that follows his yacht like it's like okay, you have clearly lost touch with reality. Yeah, You've got a servant yacht. <laughs> I'd like a servant yacht. <laughs> <laughs> you would like one, but you would think at some I don't know. At some point you're like, okay. You have I, this conversation with people I where probably you, don't need a yacht following my yacht. You have this conversation. I I have this conversation with Chris all the time. I go, if you won the lottery today, what would you do with it? And at no point in time when you think about this does somebody go I would stab somebody with all my riches. You're like, no, nah, I would, usually everybody always goes, I would help this person, yeah. and I would help this person, and I would help this person, and I would do this, and I would do that. So and that's your case for capitalism and, yeah. and the moral yeah. attitude around I think that at some point you could become out of touch with reality, though, and you're kind of like, you know. Yeah. Chris, I agree with you. I think I think uh, politicians are there. Right? Well, but yeah. they built stuff into their, con- if you get elected to, what, one term in the House? Oh, yeah. You get retirement for life, for life and secure in uh, healthcare. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's and it's it, like something stupid, right? It's like one hundred and fifty plus yeah. thousand dollars a year. Yeah, it's one hundred thirty, one hundred seventy. I think is that what Congress right yeah. now. It's like, like really, that's for one term. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, just and you don't even have to do anything. You just show up and go. I'm here. I don't even have to vote. I just uh, abstain. Abstain. So in the House, I, I think we've kind of buried it by now, but because of COVID in the House. The speaker pushed for, and it was passed, legislation that allowed House members to pass their votes by proxy to another member of the House. So we're all congressmen in the House of Representatives, and Chris and I decide to be lazy and stay in our home state. Andrew the hard worker that he is correct goes to congress there's a bill coming up chris you and i can pass our proxy vote to andrew and he can vote for us no so it's it's not even andrew we say yay it's Andrew. you can have our vote it's i carry either or i carry my vote and then because how can we really verify that's a great point they took that they took that from businesses then because businesses like if you are a stockholder, you go, oh, I have my 3,000 shares, and I control their shares because they gave it to me by proxy. By proxy. So now instead of the 10% that I own, I actually have control of 35% right. because I have their votes by proxy. 
So COVID is come and now gone. And it's still there. And your uh, house reps don't have to actually it. be there it. to cast. Wasn't there? And, a, I don't. I don't. I know that my timeline right, but there was a European country that did something similar, and they found out that people were like they were being bribed into like they would spend them on these elaborate vacations in times of prime votes, and they would take their vote by proxy, and they would vote like somebody would vote their way. They would take it because they were. They're on these elaborate vacations. Like, who the hell wouldn't go on this vacation? Where are you? I'm in Maui. <laughs> exactly. Hello. Why wouldn't I be in Maui? It's like nine Is people. Who you? Isn't it DC doing the work? Isn't there a travel ban? Yeah, that's for the common people. Yeah. And Ted Cruz. Um, and Ted Cruz. So I'd like to uh, just uh, say a poem. In the interest of fair fairness, listen to the Lex Friedman podcast with Richard Wolff, who is a Marxist economist. So at this point, Lex Friedman needs to have us on his podcast. He does. Continue. So I'm simply saying, if you want a good explanation of what is and is not Marxism, listen to that podcast. It was a very eye-opening for me. Um, I was very much uh, both captivated by it, informed by it, but pleasantly surprised and, and, and liked it. It was a very good podcast. Um, yeah, essentially, he states that Marx never intended to establish a counter system his whole life's work was to critique capitalism that's it communism works great with other people's money margaret thatcher yeah so anyway just just want to throw that in the interest of fairness to be fair all around gotcha just to be clear, all my topics have been spoken to right now. So that's, that's fine. We got one more bottle. I'm then, dry. Then we can done. Oh, I was going to do the joke L. again. Oh, Dang it. Which joke? I was going to do the whole speaking of. of. Oh, but speaking I, of letters. I, speaking of Durant, which starts with a D. Right. That joke wasn't as good. The last one. Well, that one's actually kind of like amberish. Yeah, it's, it's like honey. Colored never truly tells you. No, but it's just interesting what? that there are different you know, yeah. colors. Yeah. Right, guys? Look at this color. Listeners, look at the color of this bottle. It's like a maple syrupy. Why are you giving me so much of it? I did color. Shut up. You're not the boss of me. You're not my supervisor. Not the boss of me. All right. Barrel D. And then we'll drink this and then we'll reveal what these are. Oh. There's a reveal. There's part. a reveal. We're going to do it in video. We're not going to say a word. We're just going to video it. people or. Uh... <laughs> Oh, wow. That's got some good... Did you just... How long has Andrew had a drinking problem? That's what I want to know. It's about 21. <laughs> For if, it, oh. if you want a visual, just go watch Airplane and the drinking problem scene. Yeah. So. There you go. Um, that's pretty good. Oh. Is there something grapey in there? I know that's not one of the words on it, here. Look, look under fruit. Look under fruity. Really or wine. Thing? There's a whiny one as well. Look under the wine uh, heading. There's a raisin. Dried fruit, raisin. Same thing. Yeah, that kind of a thing. Apricot, maybe. Do you, am I the only one? I'm, I'm the only one. I can kind of get the, the fruity thing you're talking about in there. I haven't had any white bread, so I don't know. <laughs> I'm telling you, try it. It will change your drinking game. 
It will change your drinking game. Yeah. So, did anyone pick up on the story about, um, you know how we have elevated gas prices? You do realize that, what? right? I'm gas sorry, prices what? are going up. No. They're, actually, they're, gas prices went down last week. Well, it was the fourth. But either way. And oil went to $97 a barrel. We're still not in the place that we ought to be. So, President announced oh, yeah, the he's going re- yeah. relief, to release the, the National Reserve. Strategic yep. Reserve. Um, it's easy so, to do in the summer. Huh? It's easy to do in the summer. It's not cold in the summer. Yeah, either way, what I what the papers are releasing uh, yesterday and today, Reuters, Reuters came out with a report yeah. saying, hey, this stuff is going to Europe, right, China. it's going to India, it's going to China. China. It's not going to us. No. So this, I, I, I will, uh, yes, that's happening. I do not know how this works. I don't understand. So you put the thing in your car. I don't understand. This, so the, we have a strategic reserve, which sounds like it's owned by the U.S. The U.S., the yes. government. Yes. It's released. When the government says release Correct. It. And then it goes to the companies. The companies do the refinement? I, I don't know. So who's, who's shipping it overseas is my question. So you're asking, is it refined product or is, is it shipped is raw? The, is, from the government, is the government on gov- rele- releasing it and saying, send this to China? That's, I don't know. I'm with you. I don't know if that's happening. Okay, but gotcha. It, but Talk me out of my tree. Gotcha. Well, no, 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 no. No, no, no. There's just, more information just needed. Saying, just saying, either way, so if the government can release it, it sounds like they have control. If they've got control of the releasing, they should have control of the distribution. You would think. They do. Then, it's designed then, for them to then have Then how it. is it going overseas then? Well, is that question. a company thing or but is that a is, government it, thing? It is designed for them to be able to, one, when there's international war and we can't get oil from mm-hmm. other... Right, right, mm-hmm. right. It's designed for places that run off of oil and gas, like the northeast in the winter yeah. to be able to get it and the government can go hey let's send it that's what it's for it, 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 it's so the sweet, government it's sweet like crude it's, it's not refined it's it is sweet like it's not refined it's one of the easiest so refined. so it has to be refined and then so even the release of the strategic reserve isn't going to immediately alleviate but it's easy to prices. refine it doesn't take it doesn't take as much time. I don't, I'm the, I'm, okay. again the basic point is yes it's going overseas we need to why and who's who's saying that? And if, if if the White House, the government is going to claim that they don't know about it, Which then they is, don't have any control. Dude, that's, that's par for the course here, right? Yeah. It's, oh, we didn't know there were lines of tankers out in the Pacific. Right. Because I don't know, you know, I don't know whatever yeah. the reason was. Can you believe he still has a 32% approval rating? No. Who? Joe Biden. Biden. President Biden. Let's give him the respect that he has because he does technically have the office. He President has, Biden has a 30% approval rate. Yeah. 32%. That's, I thought it'd be lower. That's wonderful. I thought it'd be lower. Um, it, it is amazing to me, though, that if I understand correctly, if I remember correctly, one of his campaign slogans was... I wear cool sunglasses. The, the, you know, you're the president. You're the man in charge. Stop shifting blame. Oh, that's right. The buck stops here. The buck stops here. Cool. And Who now, originally was that? Um, Truman? Truman. Truman. Now he's in office and it's the Putin tax increase. I mean, he was giving a speech. Yeah. I call it the Putin tax increase. Mother. Yeah. Just realize we don't actually like get oil from Russia, right? And oh, by the way, 
the whole southern border thing, the border's closed. It's closed. A million people have crossed the border in less than two years. A million. And yet the border's closed. Anyway. So, yeah. we're all over the place on these topics, I'm so sure. So, going back to the capitalism thing, though, if he really wanted to do oh, it. yeah, that's where we started, isn't it? No, but, like, so, talking about capitalism and the oil and all that stuff. Yeah. If you were going to be President Biden, you were just going to piss off a bunch of people. And, quite frankly, I think President Trump should have done the same thing. Put a cap on how much percentage that companies are allowed to, like, actually make and force them to reinvest that money in their company and thus lower their prices. Because... Like, oil and gas companies aren't losing money. They're basically, they're relaying the cost of oil and gas onto us, the consumer. And their, their bottom line is still huge. So, it's, you know, you're talking about capitalism, you're talking about people that want to put curves on capitalism, that's where you do it. Percentages and bottom lines, not in the things that and hit So you disincentivize anyone in a it, that has any company from getting to the point where they are now self-sufficient and reaping profit. No, not because at that point, in theory, I guess the government goes after them and says, "No, no, you got, you can't." So, like, make uh, that money. It, this is the con- so, like, let's just say for sake of argument, you're a company. You made a hundred million dollars last year, gotcha. right? Right I'm now, good. all two hundred million. All hundred million dollars is taxable under the exact same. 15% capital gains right. tax. Right. But and I'm smart upon, and I got lawyers. And you got smart and you got lawyers, so you probably have not a lot. Not paying much. Well, what I would say is if you, if I was the left, which I pay with the broad brush, but the left, I would say, hey, what we're going to do is we're going to allow you to keep $10 million of that completely untaxed. We're not going to charge you any taxes on it. The other $90 million, we're going to charge you out the ass for it. Unless... You circle it back into not. You can circle back into your company. You can circle back in your community. You can circle back into this list of things. But you have to take that money and funnel it back into things. So if you do percentages, right? And I think percentages is the way to go. Yeah, percentages. And so and so year A, Carry Inc. makes a hundred million dollars, and you as the CEO, and we can we can cap this. You're allowed to, you know. Your salary is five percent of the total profit. I'm just throwing yeah. shit numbers out here. Well, my in my scenario, it's ten percent. Ten percent. All right. So his his salary is capped at ten percent of yeah. the. No, wait, no. You said ten percent of the total profits. What's his salary as CEO? Oh yeah. Okay. So five percent. I'm just saying five percent of that ten percent. Let's let's do it that way. So five percent of the ten million that that Andrew's proposal, All right? And the argument from, quote unquote, broad brush, the right would be, well, you're disincentivizing. Like okay, so the next year, Carrie Inc. makes two hundred million dollars. Same percentages apply. Do you make more money as CEO? Sure, because the, the bottom line corpus. So right. Ends, so what so you yeah. would do is essentially. So I, I think the incentives are still there. You You're just not going to have the three hundred percent gap between CEO pay and average worker pay. Right. You would incentivize people to basically funnel into their business and grow their business to where their bottom lines would grow and they would still get more percentages, but. Every year they would take that money and they would f- continue to funnel it. Not, but you would open it up to where it doesn't just have to be just in your company, but you would funnel it into your communities and your lower prices on your products because you're like, we're making way too much money. What are we going to do? We're going to lower prices. We're going to give our guys more money. We're going right. to open a park. We're going to better schools. We're going to better sports teams. It's an interesting idea. 
Like, if that was, quite frankly, President Biden became President Biden just to piss people off, and Trump became President Trump just to piss people off, that's what I would have done. Instead of, like, oh, well, I'm going to release the Federal Oil Reserve. Well, that doesn't do anything, because all the the gas company's going to do is just pass the whatever the charges are to you. They're still going to make a huge bottom line. The thing that's interesting to me about what you're saying is that it, it, prob- it takes some, one, deep conversation and critical thought behind it. Correct. Right? And apparently... We've established uh, that's in short supply. We're not going to go there, I don't yeah. think. But I, hopefully, hopefully we do. I mean, we used to talk about the fear attacks in this state, yeah. right? We used to talk yeah. about that, and we used to figure or try to figure out, you know, what's the what's the methodology that's probably not fairest but best for us. Um, but now, I guess we don't we don't go there. Instead, we what do we talk about? Whiskey, wit, yeah. whatever's wise. There you go. All right, the big reveal. Oh, the big, <laughs> the reveal. big reveal. Speaking Quick, of, get the cameras out. Speaking of revealing, did you? Well, you got to pick your favorite first. So, so, oh, that's a good point. I think uh, a B or C for me. I think I'm either a C B or fan. C. I think C's a rye. I, I like the rye. All right, we'll see. You, you like D? D. You're D. Yeah, All right. Okay. So sample A is a single malt whiskey, an American single malt out of Santa Fe. Nice. Which makes sense. It was a lighter color. It was a uh, smoother taste, I think. Um, and I had, I had, it was either a rye or a whiskey. So I, I got, I was right in that sense. Didn't you just tell us that everything under that is actually technically a whiskey? Yeah, but I'm talking about my sense. In, yeah, yeah, I know. Whiskey. I'm just okay, giving gotcha. you a time. I appreciate that. Um, it's a mesquite smoked malted barley. Mesquite smoked barley. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. so I, I kind of like that. So that was a good one. All right, uh, sample B. Four grain straight bourbon whiskey. So what we, what I thought was a finished barrel was the four grains. Oh. It's the four grains. Huh. You know, uh, was it? A it's such of, a distinct aftertaste in there. It's I the four it, grain. Yeah. Remember we had that Anita's Choice six grain. I guess if we'd been thinking about that, we would have yeah, s- tasted the difference, or tasted the similarities. I should say, 60 percent corn, twenty percent wheat. So it's a high wheated. Nine percent like rye that? and eleven percent malted barley. Wheated corn wheat. And <laughs> Anyway, that was good. Uh, okay, that was B. That was B. Gotcha. All right, so now we're into C. Uh, this is, remember I talked about NGP? Yes. Midwest Grain Products. This is their. This is one of theirs. Okay. For the base or the start. Uh, Penelope Bourbon. Uh, Penelope Bourbon Barrel Strength Batch Ten. So remember I said t- C tasted higher proof. So it's barrel proof. Oh. 115. Or, yeah, 115. So that's a Bradley shooter right there. That's a <laughs> Bradley. We got one for you to shoot. Um, so I, I did enjoy that one. Again, that I could good. taste the higher proof. It was really good. Um, and it's definitely a corn. What's that corn say about bourbon. me that I was like, that's my favorite? Yeah. See. All right. That's good. What's D? I like that one. But it's MGP. We talked about that. Okay. Yes. And uh, D, which I liked, is rye. Really? Yep. Really. Northern Rye Single Barrel. I'm not usually a rye. 128 guy. proof. <laughs> Andy was driven lately on it. But that was your favorite, Carrie. That was oh, your favorite. That's my favorite. Um, aged 15 years. With an, uh, they didn't even give you the mash bill. Oh. So this is uh, this is a this must be a barrel pick for them. 
Aged in a Weller barrel. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Beautilicious. Show them off to the camera, guys. Yep, this is Blind Barrel's first barrel pick. Wow. All right. All right. Well, to the boys and girls at Blind Barrel, thank you. Well done. Well done again. Chris Sebastian, thank you. If, you, if you go to the, I pulled up the site for the uh, samples, and there's Chris Sebastian right there talking about uh, the uh, tasting walkthrough. For those of you guys watching on video, it's in the middle right. <laughs> oh, my gosh, you're killing me with that. It's a beautiful box. It is. They do. They, do, they have a great packaging scheme. Guys, really if I get them. any comments, emails, I'm going to forward them to you. I'm just going to be like, hey, where's the video? <laughs> How come we can't see what you guys are doing? All right. Uh, hey, guys, thanks for coming out tonight. Yeah, hey, it was good. It was fun. It was. You it's know, it's different. I think we need to do this every so often. Yeah, just kind of so. yeah, yeah. sitting around talking. This good is, checking. This is the white bread episode. The uh, white bread. The I'm bringing some wheel, whole wheat next week. No, don't do that. Bring white bread. <laughs> right. 22 episodes. Who would have yeah. thought we would have gotten here? Not well, me. Definitely not Chris. <laughs> I'll, I'll own that. I'll own that. We're going to have nothing to talk about. We're not going to get past 30 minutes. We'll have nothing to talk about. I remember the conversation. Yep. The great things are going, we'll have plenty to talk about. All right, guys. All right. Time to wrap. Here yep. we go. 22. 22 of the books. Thanks for joining us. Well, that's it for today. We hope you enjoyed listening to us weave our way through all of today's topics. If you have something to say, good or bad, we'd love to hear from you. So drop us a line at comments at theupsetpicks.com or hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook and check out our daily Chasing the Dog video on our YouTube channel where we will give out our top dog play of the day. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up and hit subscribe. Also, visit our website, theupsetpicks.com, all one word. We have packages for every level of interest. From Carrie, Andrew, Chris, and the entire Upset Picks team. Thank you for listening to us. Go all over the place. Be blessed. Be smart. And be bold. And make sure to join us next week for some more wit, whiskey, and wisdom.